Welcome to the Wild Honey Into Being Project. This is Gina Green, longtime yoga practitioner, teacher, body worker, mother, and writer. I am in love with the beauty and mystery of this life, inquisitive, engaged, and enthusiastic about leaning into the fullness of living. I hope to share some of my writing with you, reflections, meditations, wonderings, and perhaps even a little poetry. The Wild Honey Into Being Project is just learning how to breathe. I hope you'll take some time to breathe along with me. I bow my head and offer up gratitude to the Kalamazoo Artistic Development Initiative, a program of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, for supporting the creative process of this and many other projects. And heartfelt thank yous to some amazing friends who have helped me along the way. Aubrey Jewell, instigator, editor, photographer, and gentle prodder, Joshua Holcomb, a musician friend who took my honey hum to a new level. Today, I will be sharing what appears to be the invitation of my life. It is a culmination and a distillation of ideas and concepts that bring me closer to truth, health, and the experience of connection. Perhaps it might speak to you in a way that calls to your innate knowing, wisdom, and the freedom to create your own path into heart-centered wholeness. I long for connection. Perhaps this sounds familiar to you, too. It takes on many forms and feelings, this longing, a desire to be loved and seen, To be able to create, be successful, to fill the ache of loneliness, step outside of grief, to be caught up in enthusiasm, committed to a path, to fit in, to be surrounded by beauty, to have a family. There are so many ways that we might think we can meet and complete it, yet These roads often lead us to disappointment when we realize that the longing is still in existence, even after we have found a mate, had kids, got that promotion, created the novel of a lifetime. You see, the longing is universal. It seems to me that the spark of life is both a longing to be and a longing to be a part of. The longing belongs and is one of life's many paradoxes. No wonder we are often confused. Imagine the heart spark, the pulse, and the form of each of us emerging from the vast, quiet, spacious essence of the universe. 
for those of you of a spiritual nature, you might be more inclined to use words like the divine, the great mystery, God or goddess. For those of you who find joy and ease in science, words like universe, the vastness, the all, might allow you easier access. It is important to notice words that draw you into a deeper experience of connection versus creating any sort of divide or resistance. To me, the word wholeness relates a sense of connection that already is, as opposed to something that we need to work to create or meet or join. It is both the whole and the parts of the whole. There is a universal rhythm at play that each of us knows well. The rhythm of creating and then letting go, hard as this may sometimes be. If imagining the universe feels too large or distant, you might think instead about the journey of growing in and then moving from the womb of your mother. As babies, we had the experience of being completely contained, held, a part of something bigger than us, our mother. And then the birthing process brought air, breath, and a need to reach out for touch, care, and connection. So too, a work of art flows through the creator into being. Is the creator still connected to the work, even when the work can stand alone? The dance of creativity is a participatory experience. The creative urge of possibility and desire, of imagination and commitment, all so that we might breathe and move and experience the unique flavor of our own being and what we have to offer. That we might celebrate the joys and beauties of life, navigate the losses and discord in our own particular way. That we might witness the intricate and ever-changing web of life of living, of other beings, while we too are witnessed. That we might tend the warm, loving spark of spacious acceptance inside that is the stuff from whence we came. This is the heart of it. Longing to be a part of the wholeness while also being tiny, experiential, beautiful you. Perhaps the longing is actually an invitation. I believe that the request that rises from the deepest part of ourself, the longing, is to explore and commit to practices that help us know and listen to ourselves, that encourage wonder and joy and rest, that help us live a fuller, kind, content, and resilient life. The invitation reminds us that we are connected and calls our attention to the amazing experience of being who you are, as you are, in a moment, being with it, whatever it 
is. What if the longing is inviting you to choose a deep, honest, loving, and attentive relationship with yourself? As we begin to see ourselves, cherish our complexity, accept our challenges, and engage with the lessons and the creative potential that live in us, we are feeling into connection with ourselves, with the deeper spark of life I call heart consciousness, and the wisdom of wholeness that is available when we choose to quiet, soften, and listen in. What if the longing is inviting you to commit to living with open and spacious presence? As we learn how to drop into connection right here and now, instead of assuming that connection is out there somewhere, we begin to experience an opening to who we are, where we are, who we are with, what we are surrounded by, and sometimes to the wider expression of life that holds us. We learn to be available with less judgment or expectation, less striving for control, and we engage with a moment that is before us, difficult or beautiful, fierce or pleasant. We trust in our capacity to be present and to meet the moment. What if the longing is inviting you to remember, to dream about, to talk to, write about, and listen to the expression of wholeness? It is easy to feel separate and alone in our bodies and minds. When we take the time to wonder about that which is greater than us, we might just emerge with a sense of remembering our inherent connection within the web of life. What if the longing is inviting you to engage with practices, rituals of self-care, and experiences that support relationship with yourself, with wholeness, and with presence? You might wonder what kind of practices I'm speaking about. I believe, fiercely really, that they belong to you and are yours to discover. There are as many ways to rest into the experience of wholeness as there are beings on the planet. Imagine a pine tree, a sunflower, hummingbird, a newborn baby, and, well, yourself, opening to the moment and allowing the moment to be a part of you. We might start with well-known paths or practices that humans have explored for centuries to get a taste of wholeness, to learn the flavor or feeling of presence, things like meditation, yoga, prayer, Art and poetry are a few that come to mind. We might add in rituals of self-care like a warm bath, wholesome foods, tea, napping in a hammock, or engaging in exercise that feels good. 
Appreciating the natural world through walks or gardening, labyrinths or bird watching are other ways to widen the lens of self and health. For me, group time with others who are considering the artfulness of living with awareness is magical and clarifying. You are likely already aware of the beginning of a list forming. <laughs> there is power in choosing the ingredients of your daily life. While some teachers lean into the rightness of their specific way of accessing health and wholeness, I find it most helpful to try things out with willingness and curiosity and then attempt to assess the impact without judgment. This isn't always easy. I usually ask myself to try something new more than once as it can take my body-mind a couple of tries to feel comfortable enough to be able to open my awareness fully. After trying it out, I wonder about it. How do I feel? Was it beneficial in any way or not? Was I striving to feel something or was there a natural opening of some kind? For me, the following question is useful. Is this experience encouraging me to be in deeper relationship with myself, to remember wholeness, or to be open and available to the moment? However, as you reflect on connection and wholeness, you might unearth a different question that becomes your touch point. The words that lead you towards presence and spaciousness might be different than the ones I use. You will notice that I am trying out a lot of them in this one invitation. When we are able to speak about practices or rituals that serve us and how it is that they do so, we begin to approach a more intentional way of living through our days. How lovely to have a short morning meditation that reminds us of gratitude an afternoon walk that is all about attention, a candle that is lit while making dinner to remind us to be present, and a slow stretch in the evening that unwinds tension. You might think about the invitation as a way to arrange the moments of your day so that they nourish you. Invite your thinking to slow down and encourage you to turn your attention towards being. The practices that serve each of us will change over time. An active yoga practice might move towards rest and meditation. A desire to be quiet and internal might shift towards community and service. Perhaps the most important aspect of the invitation is to continue to be aware of it, to honor it, and to take time to reflect upon what allows us at this time in our lives, at this state in our bodies, to feel into the experience of wholeness and presence. Hmm. I've been listening to the whispering of this longing for many years now trying to understand the moments of ease and softening I have stumbled upon while simultaneously trying to find the words to speak about them. 
The practice of yoga has been part of the journey towards wholeness for me. Although I found my way to the word through another wise teacher friend who is dear to my heart. It is important to recognize that yoga might not be the path for you, yet my hope is that my offerings might, at the very least, give you a taste of the sweetness of being so that you might recognize it and commit to it in whatever way works best for you. I've learned much from teachers and from the writings of those who have devoted their lives to meditation, yoga, and spiritual practice. The intellectual approach and the physical approach have been both helpful and limiting in certain ways. They have assisted me in tasting the sweetness of practice and the immense joy of respecting and loving myself. They have opened my mind to new perspectives, ways of healing, and the truth of how long we humans have been working the same stuff. However, I would often find myself stuck between the experience on the mat and my experience in life. Inviting the lessons and the sweetness into my living, reminding myself of the possibility of breath and space while working, patience and acceptance while parenting, and opening to presence in the small moments is the harvest of a lifetime. Letting practice become a way of living enlivens and inspires It encourages me to be vulnerable and available to the unfolding of relationship in and around me. As a working mother of two, who is one of the members of the sandwich generation, I have experienced a consistent desire for more space for self-care for practices that nourish and soothe, for time to rest into quiet and creativity. There are so many responsibilities in life to meet these days that it seems as if there isn't enough time. I've witnessed this as a theme in the lives of caretakers, health professionals, and almost all of my women friends. Technology encroaches on our home time, our downtime, There are too many hats to be worn easily or well. The expectations for each are high. I've heard many of my friends speak about the need to create a rhythm that supports self-care in a sustainable manner. Yes, it is time for all of us to support each other in honoring this rhythm. Yet even in the knowing of this, I still find myself trying to align my work and parenting responsibilities with spaciousness, rest, and practice. It isn't an easy task, yet I encourage you to see clearly that you are worthy of every small step, and every small step will serve you. In all transparency, even with a strong practice, Life doesn't always feel spacious and easeful and whole. There are definite periods of discord, of not understanding, of disease or pain or upset. 
Even with practices in my toolkit that support and sustain, lately I have been so very tired. I imagine many of you are feeling tired too. This whole project of mine began here, in the murky waters of fatigue, in the aching heart that struggles with letting things go, in the confident mind that wants to know the right thing to do. While it has been unsettling and overwhelming at times, this period of pause and change has also been highly informative. When we invite ourselves to engage with our experiences fully, to hold for the simmer, the seasoning, the tasting and adjusting, we are able to learn, integrate, and evolve. I hope to share words, concepts, movement, breath, and presence with you in hopes of supporting your tender heart. I hope we all decide to create a little more space in which to rest safely and deeply. I hope to tempt your sweet self to shine a little brighter, to be able to integrate and heal as you tend your light in the needs of your body and mind. Perhaps we will all emerge a little stronger, connected to the power of the earth, our hearts, and each other, ready to sway a little, opening to our breath as we drive to work, noticing the warmth of sun on skin and luxuriating in it, pausing to engage more deeply and kindly in conversation, quieting and gentling the mind, listening to our needs and honoring them, responding to the moment and letting go so that we can create something new. I am certain that the care and devotion we offer to ourselves will be felt by the web of life that holds us and ripple out into our community. May we grow in presence together. May we know that we are whole and a part of the wholeness. May we walk the path into being. The invitation awaits.